Looking for your next spot out with family or friends? Whether you're on the east side, downtown, in Fitchburg, or at Hilldale, you're sure to enjoy one of Madison's favorite traditions. Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company, Madison's home for craft beer and pub food since 1994. Everybody, huddle up! Live from the Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company, this is the Great Dane Huddle on 100.5 ESPN with former Badger and NFL punter Brad Nortman. And Nortman is a fake! Great call and great execution! Not a Hawkeye in sight! Here's Alex Strofe. The Great Dane Huddle live from the Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company in the Hilldale area of Madison. I am Alex Strofe alongside the brilliant mind, the former Badger punter, the former NFL punter, played in the Super Bowl, played in an NFC Championship game, played in an AFC Championship game. He's a great Brad Norman. Bradley, welcome back from your uh, voyage up north all week. It, it was wonderful to be up north. Weather was great. You can't beat the Northwoods of Wisconsin, so I had an absolutely wonderful time. And we are back here in the Great Dane. The Great Dane's pretty crowded tonight. It There's is. A lot of people Good here crowd. Good crowd. We, um, we, we accidentally took over uh, a 10-table reservation. Did we really? We did. They didn't know where we were coming, but we're here. Wow. And they're happy to Worth have it. us, by all means. But Worth it. They moved the reservation upstairs, so you can see people making their way in. So uh, sorry about I that, see. folks. They got a good view up there, That's though. on us. Yeah, I've always wanted to do a show up there, because it's like they've got this, this overhang uh, above the, this, this, the back bar here at the Hilldale area. There's two bars. One of the coolest locations of the Great Dane here in the area. But I've always wanted to do a show up there. Like, look at everybody. You can sort of lord over the rest of the dining room yeah. the bar when you're up there. It's a good it's a good balcony. It reminds me of the one like you remember way back when, Brad, when Michael Jackson hung his kid over the balcony? Yeah. You know what I'm yes. talking about? Yes, I That's do. what that reminds me of. Wow. In the oddest way possible. Now that is a memory to bring back right there. Yeah, there you go. Dive right into that one. Uh, we'll talk Bucks a little bit later. It was the Bucks fall in game number one. Uh, to the Miami Heat yesterday, Giannis goes out with a back contusion. Uh, Mike Bootenholzer updating earlier today said they're just going to monitor him. All the x-rays came back negative. Uh, we've got TNT on at the Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company right now as we have Ernie Johnson introducing this year's Defensive Player of the Year. Brooke Lopez of the Bucks is a finalist, but will he win? We'll find out in a few minutes. But I want to talk the launch. Mm. It's a big week, Bradley. It's a big week. Luke Fickle and company make their crowd debut, if you will, at Camp Randall on Saturday. Spring practice, maybe a game. But nonetheless, the excitement's everywhere. The buzz is is higher than it's ever been for a spring game. I'm excited. I'm fired up. So is the entire town of Madison. I heard over 11,000 tickets, if not more, have been requested. Wow. Which is nuts. That is nuts. This is going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. You know, half the battle of college football is branding, right? You're trying to brand and market the program so that fans show up and and recruits want to come there. And now that we have transfers, that transfers want to come there. So half this battle is branding. And the branding blitz that this coaching staff and university has taken to gather around the football team, even to call this the launch, I mean, that is just perfect. Yeah, it's not Badger spring game. No, it's not. It's the launch. It's the launch. And the, the buzz in the area and the whole state is just next level. So I'm excited to see it. And... You, you hear, it's, it's almost like so far you just hear glimpses, right? You hear rumors of what's yeah. going on behind practice and who's playing well and what the offense is like. But I'm actually excited to see some fact on the field on, on Saturday. And we're going to be there. Yeah, we're going to be there. We are going to be there. Uh, Brad Nortman and I will be uh, parading around the Madison area, tailgating, getting ready, pre-gaming, the launch, and then we will attend the launch in 42-degree weather. 
there is no off season for you and I. No the college for ESPN Wisconsin College no. Game Day. There's no off season. We're grinders. Um, I, I put in the request to do a show. I have not heard back. I don't think they're going to let us do a special edition of ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day as much as they should. Sure. But nonetheless, we'll be there. And we'll be there. We'll be loud and proud. We'll be drinking. We'll be wearing our red. And we'll be back here Monday to recap it. I, I'm excited. It's going to be a great day. I can't think of a spring game that's been more anticipated and that I'm looking forward to more. Even my own spring games yeah. back in the day, it just kind of felt like uh, What's semi- it for a crowd? Uh, I mean, they would they would really only keep the middle four sections. It's kind of like maybe thirty yard line, the thirty yard line. Yeah. And they would just they would just flag out and tarp the rest of it. So I, I'm not sure I could tell you an exact number, but I would probably say something like five thousand, maybe maybe eight thousand, something like that. It was sparse. It was scattered. There there really was no exciting vibe at yeah. the spring game at all. And I think this one's gonna be very different. No, I think you're totally right about that. And you hear all the whispers, right? Like. We've got friends, and Derek Angler was on with Jim Rutledge last week. He's been to several practices. But they've got such a uh, such a buzz to them, right? That's the word we're going to continue to use, Brad, is, is the buzz. And, you know, Tanner Mordecai, the, the new quarterback that transferred in from SMU, he's been lighting it up at practice. But then there's been days where Mike Trestle's defense is the one stealing the show. So that's a good sign, right? Like from, from, from a former player's perspective, if there's some days where the offense is the story and then some days when the defense is the story, that's a good sign, right? It's, it's good to have balance there. If anything, most of the time, I've been reading the same thing, that defense, if, if we were to tally it up on who had the better day, offense or defense, offensive has had its opportunities and shined a little bit, but it seems like defense has performed better than expected, particularly with all the fanfare of, of what the offense might look like. Right. But early on, I feel like the same way in preseason NFL football and spring practice for college football, the offense, it's so rhythm-based. It's so um, it, its so based on feel and timing. that it just takes time to develop. Defense tends to have a bit of an advantage in these early spring or early training camp type of arrangements. So it doesn't surprise me necessarily that yeah. the defense is doing well, but it is encouraging because defense has been, has been what butters our bread over these last several years. And I would just hate for the offense to pick up its slack this upcoming year and future years and for defense to take a step back. Sounds like that's not happening so far. No, I think you're totally right about that. And, you know, you use the term, what is it, butters our bread? Butters our bread. It's pretty good, Brad. Um, I, I will say in the Big Ten you need, you need a good defense to compete. Yeah. Right? And you've got that calendar date, and I don't know what off the top of my head. Is it the 23rd of September when Ohio State comes to town? Maybe the 24th? Um that's the game everybody's paying attention to. It is. Right? At the end of September, when Ohio State comes to town, that'll be the true tell of where this team is at. Right? Because we, at the same time last year, Wisconsin went to Ohio State and got slaughtered. It was not close at all. It was a horrible ball game. This year, Ohio State comes to town. You've got all the buzz and excitement. There's that word again. Behind Luke Fickle. Can this team hang in there with Ohio State? I mean, look, Buffalo on September 2nd, sure, it's an exciting game because it's the first game. But that is nothing in comparison to what's coming up at the end of September against Ohio State. That will be your real tell of where this team's at. And there's no chance that that isn't a primetime night game. And oh, you're I, right about I, I would love if College Game Day is here. That would be the first very real test for the Wisconsin football team. And, of course, it's poetically against Luke Fickle's old team. Yep. A lot of guys that were also on that staff throughout the year. So uh, I'll be excited for that one. I'm not anticipating they come out and, you know, upset Ohio State. Ohio State's going to reload, look amazing as usual, but it should be it should be a remarkably different team than the team last year, and and they're taking all the steps to do so, and it, it's I'm, I'm eager to see 
the pace on the field. I, I saw something interesting. I read an article that he's been doing something called ISO cams. Have you, seen, yeah. have you heard of this? I haven't. So basically, unbeknownst to the players, he's putting he's assigning some camera members that are supposed to be filming practice to just put the camera on one player. Ooh. And one player that did it recently was one of the first ones was Hunter Roller. Okay. And the idea is you can see what the energy and the effort level looks like. What does it look like pre-snap, post-snap? Um, are you finishing plays? What's your body language look like? And then he put it in front of the whole team and saw what it, what it looked like. And, and what is your body language? What is your energy level? And Hunter Roller, I mean, one of the most talented, energetic, passionate guys on the team from what yeah. I can tell. And so it was mostly good things. But he even he said, I, I saw some things about myself I didn't see before. It's just this different non-conventional way of thinking and non-conventional way of approaching things that's really causing a stir. So I'm excited to see the pace on the field, the effort level, the buzz. It, there should be some buzz. If, there, if, if the guys can't show up, even at the spring game, with some buzz, some excitement, pads hitting, then maybe this is all just a little bit of just excitement and nothing more. No, you're, you're totally right about that. And I'm, I'm just fascinated to see what this looks like on Saturday because you, you talked about your time with the Badgers uh, about 10 years ago. 5,000 people, that's a pretty good crowd for spring game. You're going to have like triple that at least this weekend. I mean, that's, that's talk about the campaign, right? Luke Fickle yeah. and company have been putting on. They, they've, been, they've been blasting the crap out of this in order to gain this excitement and, and gain this steam and gain the crowd they're going to have in 40-degree weather on Saturday afternoon. That's right. What, what area are you looking forward to most? Quarterback for sure. Yes. Is, there, is there anything, okay, quarterback, maybe we can touch on that. Anything else that you're I, looking at? I think at? just the, the overall offense, yeah. right? Because I, and I think the pace of things is totally going to change, right? I mean, in comparison to what Paul Christ had on the field, both offensively and defensively, Defensively, the pace is going to be worlds different than it was a year ago. Just here on Saturday, six months after this, not even six months after the season ended. So I, I look for, uh, yes, A, what the offense will look like. It's a real pro-style offense yeah. versus what we've seen in years past. Where Braylon Allen, I, I don't know if they'll do an 11-on-11 scrimmage. If they do, yeah, hello. Let's that, go. I will be locked in uh, on Tanner Mordecai, Nick Evers, and, and Braden Locke, the quarterbacks that, that transferred in. But... Uh, the wide receivers, right? What is their duty going to be? Chimray DK isn't going to be just asked to block every play anymore. He's going to be actually running medium and long routes, right? So just the overall scheme of Phil Longa's offense is, is number one on my priority list when I'll be watching on Saturday. It's fascinating to see. I, I love I totally agree with your comments there. Also on the offense, I'm fascinated to see how the offensive line looks. The, uh, what, what they do in Paul Chris' system versus what they will do in uh, Longo's system is going to be totally different. Totally. The way their feet are, the pace of it. I mean, have you ever tried to run 10 plays in the matter of two minutes? That Cardio is going to be a major thing in addition to them being, of course, overpowering brutes. And I'm just excited to see how that looks because it all, even with, even if you spread the offense as much as you possibly can to create space, Wisconsin football will always be about offensive line. Mm -hmm. And football in general will always be won or lost in the trenches. So how will the offensive line look in a vastly different footwork and scheme and, and tempo with that offense? I'll be e extremely excited to see. And, and, and the defense. Do they carry over Jim Leonard's mentality of flying around and hitting? Kind of take the best of Jim Leonard and marry that with, uh, with whatever new defensive scheme? It's sort of the... the talked about area 
that hasn't gotten enough talk about is, is what's going to happen with the defense, what does the scheme look like, how are the players responding to the new system. Everything on offense is fascinating and sexy and fun. Yeah. Everything on defense, cannot forget about that. No, you can. And, and you used the term earlier. I'm going to bring it back up. It's what brothers, butters their bread. I can't say it, Brad. Can you say it for me? Butters their bread. Thank you. That's 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 exactly what I was going for. Uh, so the defense is still important. And Mike Tressel, I mean, we know that we know the family history. We know his history. He's a good defensive coordinator. Yeah. Really good defensive coordinator. This coaching staff, we've talked about it for the last four months, is terrific, right? And I'm so excited to see the product they put on the field, uh, not only on Saturday, but, of course, this fall. Hey, a couple of news and notes for you. Number one, Phil Longo, the offensive coordinator, scheduled to appear tomorrow morning on Wildean's house at 11.15 a.m. You'll get to hear about that sexy offense with Ooh. Phil Longo, uh, who came from the University of North Carolina. He'll join Jason Wilde and Mark Tauscher here at 100.5 ESPN, 11.15 tomorrow morning. Just coming through, right before we jumped on the air, Badgers tailback Julius Davis has entered the transfer portal after 10 spring practices. What does that tell you? He's just not going to get a lot of playing time this year, and he, he wants to find an opportunity before the season starts? I mean, that's that's pretty much my takeaway from that. Yeah, absolutely. Something something has occurred schematically, depth chart-wise, that he just looks around and says, I'm not going to get the rock. I'm not going to have my talents be on display like I want them to be. I need to find some place that will. And honestly, if it was... If it was Ches Malusi, Braylon Allen, you know, let's let's rewrite the headlines. Yeah, but but, uh, you know, with with with, without being a marquee player, that's just bound to happen, right? This turnover of and it happened early, and I don't suspect that he will be the last one after spring. No, I I don't either. But you got to keep in mind. I think the portal is only open for another three weeks or so. Mm -hmm. So you've got to get it done sooner than later, and that's that's what Julius Davis is going to do here. It makes sense. Um, Not the end of the world. Obviously, he's a nice depth piece, but. If we're thinking about it off the top of your head, you just rattled off three names that are probably in front of him, so he's running back four at best. So, yeah, it makes sense for Julius Davis to go elsewhere. I got a question for you. If it Hit looks me. clunky, if it looks off, are the you offense? concerned? Yeah. Are you concerned? Not yet. Not yet. Um, I would anticipate it won't mm-hmm. because you have a guy who's used to, in a quarterback in Tanner Mordecai, who's used to running one of those pro-style systems, and he's very comfortable adjusting on the fly, and I think that's what Longo wants. And he's a quarterback whisperer, right? So, uh if it was clunky in terms of, like, a center quarterback exchange, probably not so worried. If it's clunky in terms of it looks like Tanner Mordecai has no idea what the hell he's doing, then I'm worried. But I don't think that'll be the case, given all the headlines and, and positive notes and, and things we've read about Tanner Mordecai through 10 practices. I agree. I, I, I wouldn't be concerned at all. The only thing that would be concerning is if it's things that should be dialed in that are maybe not fixable in a matter of four months. If he's wildly inaccurate, things like that, uh, that would be of concern. But this this is not unlike some of the excitement is due to the fact that this is like as I know, I've been going through a house, a bit of a remodel. You this have. is this is like a like a fixer upper, right? The <laughs> like the fan leaves the, the homeowner leaves the house, and then you send the crew over and they do their thing, and then it's a one two three move that bus. And I feel like Saturday <laughs> is the one two three pole. move that bus, and let's see exactly like what the new product looks like. So so I so I, that's what the excitement is. And I'm excited to see what it looks like. I'm ready to see that bus be moved. Where's Ty? What's his name? Ty Harrington? Ty yeah, that's right. Where is he from Home Remodel uh, when you need him? One, two, three. Move that bus. I'm excited, Brad. This is ex- I, We were talking about this earlier in Rutledge and Hamilton real quick before we get to a break. I'm excited for the Badger season for obvious reasons. I'm also very excited for the Packers season for other reasons, right? We actually get the opportunity to see what the heck Jordan Love is, eh? And B, is this team going to be a three-win team? Is it going to be an 11-win team? 
I really have no idea what the Packers are going to be this year. So I'm excited, as in this is the first year where I don't know what to expect, right? Mm -hmm. For the last 30 years, pretty much with exception of a few years, I've had the expectation the Packers can go out and win a championship. While I don't have that expectation this year, I'm still very excited to see the new look offense under or under Jordan Love. Uh, but but similarly to the Badgers, I have high expectations. Maybe not national championship aspirations, but getting to the Big Ten championship game should probably be the minimum expectation for the Badgers this year. I would say so. If we if we don't reach that and we're sort of waiting in the middle of the Big Ten pool like we did in, in the past years. I think it's a cause for concern. We should not be in that area. Even just in one year, I think that's reasonable to expect. I'm right there with you. He's Brad Norman. I'm Alex Strofe. It is the Great Dane Huddle, live from the Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company in the Hilldale area of Madison. Coming out with us. It's popping back here. We're in the back area. Come get a beer. Come hang out with us. Well, maybe we'll stick around after the show. Have one with you. We'll be right back when we come back. We'll talk a little bucks. They fall in game one to the Miami Heat. Giannis goes out with a back contusion. Is there any cause for concern? We'll talk about it next. It's the Great Dane Huddle, live from the Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company in Hilldale. But that don't change the shore. Rolling on, it is the Great Dane Huddle, live from the Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company in the Hilldale area of Madison. The NBA playoff game's on the TV. The beers are flowing. The food is coming out nice and hot. Oh, baby. We're having the time of our lives. I'm Alex Strofe alongside former Badger, former NFL punter, the brilliant mind of the great Brad Norton with me as always. Uh, ding, ding, ding indeed. <laughs> and uh, we've got the poll in the field right now on Twitter at ESPN Madison. It's as simple as this. Are you invested in the Badger spring game this year? 62% of you right now say yes, I am, while 38% of you are like, nah, it's a spring game. How invested can we get? Speaking of spring bra- games, uh, Brad, I don't know if you saw this last week from the Florida spring game. Uh, Graham Mertz transferred down wearing Tim Tebow's number 15. Put up seven points in a spring game. Lowest scoring spring game in Florida history. And the head coach of Florida asked after the game if they're looking to maybe invest in the quarterback position in the portal. He said, yeah, that process is already underway. I would oh. expect to add somebody at that position for our team. I mean, you just you hate to see it. You really do. I don't know what he was thinking taking the number 15. I really don't. Well, I'm not Richardson sh- wore it last year. Okay. But I'm shocked it's not retired. Yeah. And I'm surprised they allowed it to happen, even with, with Anthony Richardson. Yeah. When I showed up at Jacksonville, yeah. I was number eight in Carolina, and I wanted to keep, keep being eight. So I show up, and, and they don't have any official numbers retire, but when they ask me what numbers I want, they're like, we have one, we have three, we have six, and nine. And I was like, oh, what about eight? They're like, eight's quietly retired. That was Mark Purnell's number. So, I mean, that's a thing, right? You don't have to put it in the rafters to sort of tuck that uniform away. So, I'm surprised it's not in the rafters already, figuratively or literally. And the fact that they haven't reserved that for for no future quarterback. So, I don't know. I I hate to see it. Um, In in every way that I've heard, good guy. And I, I would have liked to have seen him have some success, but it doesn't seem like that's happening. And another... Another challenging chapter in the book of Graham Mertz. No doubt about that. No doubt about that. And we will see. Maybe he still will be the starter, depending on what goes down, uh, for the Chomp Chomp Gators. But uh, it's the Graham Mertz experience, Bradley. That's what we've learned in the last couple of years is it can uh, can put some grays into man's hair. Yes, it can. It really can. I think that's what happened to me last season after that Michigan State debacle. Mm. You remember that throw, the one that yeah. just went to nobody? You try to forget it. You yeah, forget I can't. It. It's burned into my yeah. brain. I think that will be my lasting memory. 
despite the two five touchdown games he threw. That will be my lasting memory of, of Graham Mertz. So I liked. I always liked dealing with him. But, uh, yeah, that was that was tough. Anyway, uh, let's move on. The NBA playoffs underway. Game ones are all in the books after uh, this weekend. The Bucks played game one yesterday against the Miami Heat at Pfizer Forum. And they lose by 17 points with Giannis going out with a back contusion in the first quarter. Uh, Mike Bootenholzer speaking today said, yeah, we'll keep an eye on him. All the x-rays are negative, which is good news. But we will see if he's able to play game two Wednesday night uh, against Miami at Pfizer Foreman. 8 o'clock tip, 7.30 pregame, which, of course, you can hear right here. Uh, Madison's home of the Bucks, 100.5 ESPN. Let me just ask, ask you this, Brad. Is this cause for concern, losing game one? It's not. It's not. That's my direct answer. My indirect answer is when when I was watching the play-in games and I saw the, how the bracket ended up, yep. and I saw the Heat were a possible opponent for the Bucks. I was like, man, I don't love that matchup. I really don't love that matchup. And, of course, the Heat won. They're playing the, playing the Bucks. Even if the Bucks would have slaughtered them last game, I would still contend this point that what works in the NBA playoffs traditionally Veteran smart coaches, yep. veteran tough players, and guys that have been there before. You very rarely can you show up on the scene with a young team and a young coach and make any sort of splash. Well, Miami Heat are littered with veterans and a very respected, very high-caliber coach in Eric Spolstra. I remember a couple of years ago in the bubble when they had that game plan that absolutely shut down Giannis. Yeah. Now, we responded in the year that the Bucks won the national or the uh, NBA championship, and they swept him, which was great. It was a kind of redemptive story, if you, if you will. But, man, th- they are well-schemed. Jimmy Butler is a dog, and they've got a lot of role players that have no problem playing their role. And they're going to be a tough out. I, I am more afraid of this series than I am whoever wins the, the Cavs or the Knicks. Really? Yeah, young, feisty teams. Sure, they got some playmakers on them, but none of them have been there before. I think those will be quicker series than this one. This is a feisty series. Huh. I think they're going to win, but it has the DNA of things that I see win in the NBA playoffs and have caused upsets in the past. Yeah, I think that's that's a really good point in, in terms of the veteran head coach who's won titles, has obviously been there before. This team was in the NBA championship in 2020. As you mentioned, they lost to the Lakers, uh, their Mickey Mouse asterisk title. But <laughs> but you look at the Bucs, they're a better team with or without Giannis. But without Giannis, I'm a little bit more worried. But sure. I think even without – if Giannis doesn't play another game this series, I still think they win in five or six. I agree. Um, I, I think game one, you had a week-long break. You're without Giannis early. You're just thrown off your game plan. I can give them a break in game one. Game two, if the Bucks do not win on Wednesday night, then I become worried. Yeah, and you go back to Miami down 0-2, not ideal. Not how you draw it up. It's not. certainly not how you draw it up. And game ones, they can be a bit of a bit of a mystery in, in sure. any direction for right sure. anything can really happen that's why it's beautiful that it's seven games well that's the case in any sport too right like for ba- sure. baseball hockey too yeah. game ones are always a beautiful mystery absolutely and it, it makes it exciting right for sure and even when the bucks won the nba championship i think two times they were down oh two the hawks so, in the uh, eastern conference finals and i don't know about the other one yeah, but and then a lot of this well, the team, suns. Yeah. yeah the suns right and it's a lot of this team has the same the same folks, the same DMA, the DNA, the same mentality. So I'm not concerned. They're a team that's very, very tough, very mentally tough. So I, I don't. Even if they lose another game, I'm not terribly concerned. Now you'd love to see him ca- grab a win at home and, and see Giannis back on the court. But no cause for concern for me. But this is the type of matchup that would usually give me cause for concern. 
Brad Nortman's humble brag time here on the Great Day in Huddle. Uh, here you're going out to dinner tomorrow? Going out to dinner. Going out to dinner. Good, good friend from Charlotte is Cody Zeller. So he went to Indiana. He was a Hoosier, played basketball there. Went to Charlotte. He played his longest time on the, on the Hornets when I was also playing for the Panthers. We lived in the same building. So this building was like a 55-story high-rise. There was That's awesome. four. Yeah, there was what four. What floor did you live on? lived on 14. Cody oh, lived that's on not like, that great. No, we were, we were pretty like low on the totem pole. We had a city view, though. It was beautiful. Well, still 414, yeah. Yeah, and um, yeah, it felt, it felt high enough. And Cody was on somewhere in the 30s, and there, there was like three or four other Hornets in there, and there was about 12 Panther players. It was like dorm living again. It was like yeah. you put all the athletes in the dorm. Because it's, right, it's right downtown. It's right next to Bank of America Field. It's right next to um, the Spectrum Center. I'm not sure if it's still called that for the Hornets. But Cody lived there. Cody's a great guy. Root for him. Love him. Um, we're going out to dinner. Lexi and I are going out to dinner with him and his fiance tomorrow in Milwaukee. We're going to the, the game on, uh, on Wednesday. Did he okay with tickets? He did. He nice. Did. So are you going to be like behind the heat bench then? I don't know where the tickets are. We've we've gone to a couple games that he treated us with tickets. Most of the time in Charlotte, and those are you know great seats. But a couple times when we were in New York and other venues, and you know he was playing the Knicks or yeah. whatever, and we went to the game. And the tickets can be totally up to wherever the the home team wants them to be. Now they're all good. They're always in the lower bowl. Sure. I think in, in Madison Square Garden. I think it's behind the hoop. So I don't I don't know exactly where they're going to be. I have a question. Okay. I don't want you to answer it yet, though. Okay. Will you be wearing Milwaukee Bucks gear? Don't answer that question. 844-770-3776. Is Brad Nortman allowed to cheer for the Bucks, even though a Heat player is giving him tickets to the game? How are you going to handle that? I've already thought about it. I can give you the answer. Did you, or? did you contemplate for a while? Or was it a pretty quick decision? Pretty quick. Pretty quick. Okay, interesting. What time? Well, because, interestingly, when I was playing for the Panthers... We gave to Cody tickets to when we played the Colts. His his team that he rooted for yeah. growing up, Indiana guy, um, tickets to Monday Night Football when we played the Colts. And he still cheered for the Colts? What do you think? We'll talk about it on the other side. But first, got to tell you about our friends here at the Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company. Four locations in the Madison area, downtown, just off the Capitol Square, here in the Hilldale area in Pittsburgh. And there's one on the east side. All four locations serve the delicious Great Dane beer and their seltzers they've got great food brad nortman still making his his uh his, his trot around the entire menu well put the southwest tortellini tonight hopefully that's right which it was, it was did not have on the east side denied last week. last week so i'm gonna try it again and i'm going to my uh my old reliable the nashville hot chicken sandwich is what i've got coming out tonight they've got literally all sorts of food on the great day menu and all of them the purpose are perfect, excuse me. GreatDanePub.com is the website. You can find the specials, you can find the Mug Club, you can find the Wing Wednesdays, all on the website, GreatDanePub.com for the four locations in the area. Or if you're up in Wausau, there's one there. Or if you're in Japan listening, they're opening one in Japan. GreatDanePub.com is the website. He's Brad Norman. I'm Alex Strofe. Will Brad cheer for the Bucks? although a Heat player is giving him tickets to game two? We'll find out the answer next here on the Great Dane Huddle. The Great Dane Huddle rolling out live for the Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company in the Hilldale area of Madison. I'm Alex Stroke alongside the brilliant mind of Brad Nortman. Alex Gravatt helping us out run the show. We'll get to America's favorite segment here in a moment called Gmail, where 
You've got mail. <laughs> Alex G. answers all of the questions our great loyal fans submit to his email. We will do that shortly. But first, the question we're all waiting to hear. Brad Nortman, Cody Zeller of the Miami Heat giving you tickets to Game 2 Wednesday at Pfizer Forum. Are you wearing Heat gear? Are you wearing Bucks gear? What are you wearing? I am wearing neutral. You're Switzerland. I'm, I'm going to wear a black sweatshirt and jeans. Why? Do you have to wear a certain team's uh, clothes? Normally, I okay, feel like no- you're a poser if, if you poser. go neutral because you're a Bucks fan. Well, I'm a, I'm a Cody Zeller fan too, though. If you, if if it were you, and we're friends, you need to make and, a decision. I don't need to. I don't. I can go like that. I, I look around the Pfizer forum. And there's a bunch of people wearing like, you know, blazers. So and Giannis, all sorts of- Giannis throws down a dunk. Are you cheering? Mm. If he plays. I don't know. You're just gonna sit there in silence. I'm gonna I'm gonna root for a good game for my guy Cody to ball out. Is he gonna play? If if the Heat want to win, <laughs> if they if they want to get if they want to come out 2-0, because he did not play yesterday, correct? He did not play yesterday. No, but if they want if they want to get a win, they should put him in. Well, they won yesterday gonna, and he didn't play. Think about how think about how much more the lead could have been. Oh, that's true. That's think about how much point. more it could. That's a great point. Um, so you are Switzerland. Yeah, I. Normally, I would wear Bucks stuff, of course. Bucks fan, love seeing the Bucks do well. But you throw in the component of love for a bro. I mean, how how am I supposed to cheer against him? I would never cheer against you. Couldn't do it. Well, I'm not an athlete, Brad. Well, and I've get, never been even near uh, athletic enough to be a good one. Well, if you were competing in something, if if somehow somehow you were you and I were on opposing sides, I'd still like to see you do well. And I, I could not root against you. The home monitor Jesse Nelson chimes in on the uh, private talk and text line. Black and blue are 100% Bucks colors. I didn't say I'm wearing blue. I you said you're wearing jeans, right? <laughs> jeans are blue, aren't <laughs> okay, they? Okay, that's very, that's very clever, Jesse. Now, I don't know that they'll have the blue court like they did yesterday. True. Uh, they'll True. go back to the OG court. Um, nonetheless, I don't like that you're being Switzerland here. I wish you would pick a side. Even if you were wearing heat gear, I, w- I don't know if you have any, first off. No, I have to wear like, some red, just some generic red. I would give you less of a hard time. Lexi's playing anywhere in red. Okay. She's, so she's, like, no, I can yeah. respect that. Yeah. Because she's Team Zella. Okay. Well, I mean, boy, if you're going to be binary with it, and it's either your Team Zella or your Team Non-Zeller, I'm Team Zeller. Well, I'm not saying you're Team Non-Zeller. You can be Team Bucks, but also Team Zeller. Right? So, like... You're, you're saying can I we need get to choose. choose. Can we get you're to choose? I need to choose. You need to, you need to choose, or you could go Donna Kelsey style, right? Oh, oh, can, we get you a, can we get you a split jersey split. made in like the next 24 hours? What, what if I made a custom Bucks jersey that was Cody's number and name? How about I love that? I love that idea. That is now that would that. be manifest Cody Zeller <laughs> yes. in the Bucks next year in free agency. Oh, I'd love that. All right, let's get into it. It's time to play Gmail. You've got mail. What's happening, friends? So, every day, I go through and I I get hundreds and hundreds of emails. I send hundreds and hundreds of emails, and I I get the best ones. Of course, we always come back to the same few folks, because Logan and Duluth is just hilarious. This one's not even a question. It's a demand. And uh, we're going to start with you, Brad. Describe TikTok to Christopher Columbus. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Columbus? I don't know, man. He's old. He's dead. Sure. Chris, you'll never believe this, but you're going to hold in your hand a rectangle. And this rectangle is going to be able to look back at you. And random people that you have no interest in listening to is going to give you short sound bites uh, and videos of things you never needed to witness. And you'll be addicted. Are you a TikTok guy? No. Don't have it? 
don't have it. I feel like I'm at the age where another new social media is really hard to bring up. I kind of, I, I feel like eh, maybe like that's four, an old five man, years that's ago. An old man statement. It, yeah, I don't know. I don't. It doesn't really do much for me. I'm 40. I, I think that it's. Uh, I don't know. I just I don't have room for another social media in Can my I, life. So I, I had that take up until the pandemic hit. Then I finally gave in and got TikTok. Now, TikTok has gotten to a point where I've just been watching full movies practically, but through little clips, right? So, like, oh, somebody will post, like, a 90-second clip from a movie, and then the next post they will post will be the next 90 seconds. So, I think I've watched the entirety of Moneyball, on, mm, which is great that's movie. Good. It's a good movie. Uh, on TikTok in the last week. I've been watching, like, I've probably watched four episodes of the show Suits, which is a great show from the USA Network on there. But if I was to explain it to Chris, I couldn't do a better job than what Brian just did. <laughs> You've got mail. All right, Ben Brust from ESPN Milwaukee actually chimes in this week. Uh, he and I exchange some emails. We do sales business stuff. He's, he's also an ESPN Madison. Uh, well, yeah, but ESPN Wisconsin. <laughs> ben Brust uh, was scammed. I was scammed while trying to buy a jersey earlier this week. Had uh, he, I, I bought a sixty nine ninety nine Wade Miley jersey from a fake website. Have you been scammed on the internet at all, Alex Stro? Uh, on the internet, no, I don't think so. Actually, I've, I've, I've uh, I, I may or may not have bought jerseys like that, and it has worked. It has worked for me every time I've done it. So, or maybe have not done it. Uh, no, no tell here. So, no, I don't think I ever have been scammed. Like I've, I've definitely had credit card fraud from websites, but I don't remember which ones. So, uh, I got nothing for you here. Yeah, I've definitely had credit card fraud as well. I can't remember a purchase that showed up. Well, either that was. Okay, I got completely duped. This is not a real thing. Or it shows up, and it's like you know, one of those things where you maybe buy a uh, a let's keep it going like a Bucks T-shirt, right? Sure. And it and it shows up, and it's like not the Bucks logo. It's a knockoff oh, Bucks right, logo. Yeah. I've never had anything like that. But I've seen it. I've never had anything like that before. I like other people wearing it, but I, I have not lost my faith in online retail just yet. That would ding it though. That would ding it for. Good for me. Can I ask a question before we move on? Yeah. Completely unrelated. I just see this on the TV. Have either of you watched the show Love is Blind? No. I started a couple episodes. I'm not a reality TV guy, but I was around reality TV people. I love crappy television, so uh, I'm all in watching the uh, watching the reunion tonight, which was supposed to air last night, but Netflix uh, just didn't know how to do a live program apparently. So now it is out, finally, uh, 24 hours after the fact. So anyway, let's move on. You've got mail. All right, so Ben in Verona, not too far down the road, broke. Uh, he broke the record at a local arcade bar for a, a just some random game, and he asks, what is your biggest little flex, Alex? I got one. I got one here. Yeah, so uh, you guys may or may not be familiar with the game show on GSN called America Says. So essentially, they will give you a prompt, right? So... Um, you know, uh, Marvel characters, and they will give you seven answers that just has the first le letter. So then you have to guess. There was an online game version of that back in, uh, I don't know, the summer of 2018. I had the top four scores in the country. No. On uh, the America Says online version. So that, I don't know if that still stands. I doubt it, considering that was five years ago. But that's probably, in terms of, like, high scores, that's my big flex. Oh. I mean... Are we, we're going for like a little flex? Little flex. Yeah, you played the Super Bowl. That yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what a little flex is. There are some... Okay. Obviously, I'm known for like... 
hunting and you stuff, are. right? But like, I, I had some, I had some pretty good, yeah. like, other athletic, other athletic accolades along the way. So some little flexes might be um, co-defensive player of the year, defensive player of the year for um, uh, my conference in high school, okay. uh, playing linebacker. I was actually, I forget where I ranked exactly. This is not going to surprise. Now that I think about where my athletic landscape went. I was actually, I ranked really, really high state and regionally in punt, pass, and kick. Shocker, when I was like a kid. Um, so there's a couple small things like that along the way that I did all right at. I was the uh, state basketball tournament in seventh grade. Uh, well, you were you played in the state tournament in high school. I did, yeah. yeah. In seventh grade, I, I won like state, seventh grade state tournament player of the uh player of the tournament. and you beat our boss in route to that title did you not tom olson yeah yeah we did we we played each other a bunch that's how tom and i originally knew each other and tom was tom was feisty he's a good basketball player but just wasn't you were better wow i'm not sure i personally was better but the team was better you were better all right uh real quick luke fickle just tweeted out the bat signal so maybe that has something to do with julius davis entering the transfer portal less than an hour ago gee you got one more You've got mail. This is a quick one. You know, on that last one, I have a feeling Jesse Nelson probably has like 150 of these just ready to go. Those, yeah, you're probably right about those that. Those humble brags. Uh, is it coupon or coupon, asks Connor in Los Angeles. Brad, what do you say? Coupon. It sounds like the like if you're going to spell it out, like C-U-E, like Q, coupon. I don't, I don't, I don't, coupon. Coupon's wrong. It sounds like you're missing a, a, a letter or something to say coupon. coupon. Coupon sounds like you're uneducated. It's coupon. I, I'm yeah. totally with you, Brad. That's an easy debate that we can settle just like that. I'm a coupon yeah. guy. You're, you're a coupon guy? Greg Coupon Mustard. <laughs> 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 That's pretty good. Hey, well, you know what else is pretty good is the team at Condon Jewelers. Diamond Jim is the owner of the store. He is always in the store, ready to help you, whether you're looking to take the next step in your relationship, whether you're looking to treat yourself, you need a new watch. He's got a ton of citizen watches in the store on the east side of Madison over by Office Depot across from the East Town Mall or online. Condon Jeweler, that's singular, CondonJeweler.com is the place to go. For Condon Jewelers, the jeweler on the east side, the jeweler on your side. He's Brad Norton, and I'm Alex Strofe. We will wrap up the show after this live from the Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company in the Hilldale area of Madison. The off-season program started today for the Packers players reported. What's it like in an off-season program? We'll ask the former NFL Brad Norton about that next on the other side. It is the Great Dane Huddle. The Great Dane Huddle, live from the Great Dane Pub and Brewery Company in the Hilldale area of Madison. I'm, I'm about three quarters of my way through my, my Nashville chicken sandwich. I'm in love. My mouth's on fire, though. How's your tortellini over there, pal? It's good. It was worth the wait. Oh, worth you finally got it? I finally got it. They got it. And, hey, it was worth it. It's delicious. Just the right amount of spiciness. Oh. Just the right. And you get a little pita bread with that? Is that what that Garlic is? Garlic bread, actually. Garlic it's like, bread, It's a really me. good... Like a bit of crunch, a bit of softness. I'm dipping it in the sauce. It's, it's delightful. He's Brad Norman and Alex Strope here on the Great Dan Huddle. Are you a good cook, Brad? No. Is no. your wife? Uh, she's. You are not- smiling ear to ear. Does that mean no? No, she's. Yeah, she's okay. She's okay. Who's better? She is. She's better. So neither better. of you are great cooks. Is what I'm getting here. But the thing is, we are we are people of pretty simple tastes, and we are totally fine with eating basically the same thing every day. Which is what? Well, here we go. 
basically like oatmeal or eggs, uh, protein shake. Lunch can be a few different things, but like salads and um, I'll, I'll just like microwave a frozen thing, usually at work or at home. Or Shut whatever. up. Like a frozen TV dinner? No, no, no. Like um, like there, a lean cuisine? No, no. There, there are things that are, well, if I go to work, I get these because they're just easier. But they're like really, really healthy, like frozen bowls that are like vegan or chicken or all that kind of stuff. So they're really good, actually. They're really good. Okay. And then at night, we usually just have some sort of lean protein, like chicken or fish yeah. and vegetables and kind of like popcorn and Greek yogurt for snacks and protein bars and God. I don't know. We've got like healthy food. What's going just, on here? I don't know. So Dude, it's you're just, not in the league anymore. you got to liven that up a little bit. Well, and don't get me wrong. The night's like tonight where I can get a delicious Southwest tortellini. It just hits And then tomorrow you're getting but, sushi. So like, yeah. Yeah. So like, so when, when changing it up, it feels really great. But like, I, to me... Like our dinner of lean protein and vegetables, it's it's not any better than if we spent an hour cooking something different. Now, if someone cooked it for us and it's absolutely delicious, love it. Let's go. So, but like for just the two of us, we're not really trying to impress one another. Or we're, I mean, we just have simple tastes. Well, right. You're married and you have been for a while, so I get that. You're not necessarily trying to impress. But what about like, I don't know, you have a grill at your house? Uh, I've got a small grill. I have I have yet to get an actual grill for the house. We moved in kind of like fall, right. so I've been a summer grill. But I, I'm going to get so a grill. That's going to be a purchase, right? And I'll do that. And I'll, I'll grill chicken or burgers or something like that. But I'll keep it relatively simple. It just takes time. Every time after doing it, I feel like I just did an hour of prep work and I ate it in 10 minutes. Well, it's yeah. like that's a poor return on investment. Well, that's how it goes, man. I know. Welcome to cooking. I know. I'll let someone else do the cooking. So when you were in the NFL, how many meals a day were you eating at the team facility? Quite a bit. I mean, uh, during the season especially, breakfast, lunch, of course. And a lot of times they would make things to go for us so we could have dinner yeah. at home too. And then they've just, just mountains of healthy snacks and things yeah. like that. So it was easy to do it then. And Lexi basically ate the same thing back then too. So it was it was easy. The food prep was easy. And, and even now too. we got to like get we'll, we'll some meal cooking prep. classes. Like we'll, we'll do a bunch of meal prep on like Sunday. So like my oatmeal is like made for the week let, let and me, things like that. Let me talk to my people and have them talk to your people. We need to sign you up for some cooking classes, I think. I, I will say we're decent at baking though. Baking, so what's like the best thing you bake? Oh, man. I don't know. I'll just follow whatever recipe. So um, then you're not decent at baking. You're decent at reading directions. But I don't mind doing it. And it turns out pretty decent. Whatever it is. Whatever so I you're making like a, a brownie out of a box? Is that what you're referring to right now? Yeah. Yep. Brad, that's not impressive. <laughs> that, it's you're something. following the directions on the back of a Betty Crocker box. It's more than going to the store and just getting the pre-made brownie, though, right? I, I guess put some so. effort into it. You put an egg and some brownie <laughs> mix into a bowl and stir it. It's, Don't forget the oil. There's oil in yeah, there. Yeah, that's about as much as I want to do. Your cooking expertise is that of a 17-year-old high school <laughs> senior. And proud of it. And proud of well, it. Well, I'm actually shocked. I expected you to be like, yeah, dude, I'm a damn good cook. Maybe someday. Been retired for a few years. I, I, that's all I figured out. Now, now, the thing will be, it's easy with just Lexi and I. You know, God willing, you throw kids into the mix. I don't think they're going to be as uh, easygoing no. as Lexi and I are. So that will be really what so. Cooking classes for. will be a good investment. Uh, I would, I would take some cooking classes. Just make sure that they're easily repeatable. Lexi and I did a cooking class in uh, Jacksonville. Okay, it's more of like a date when Lexi's younger sister came, and uh, well, not a date, but like an activity to do, right? Yeah, and yeah, a bunch yeah. of people used it as dates around the whole thing. And it was, um, oh, what's that Italian dish where you like? I'm totally blanking right now. Um, You've given us no context. I know. But anyway, it took us like 
a long time to do. We did it from scratch. Like we did, we, so we made the noodles. The noodle, How made cool the is that? It was a lot of fun. It was a ton of that fun. That sounds like fun. And, and then we ate it, and they had wine, and it was a ton of fun. Music, this awesome like uh, kitchen where you could do stuff in. But it took freaking forever. I'm like, there's no way I ever redo this because we get the recipe right. We take it home. And with you us. haven't redone it? No. There's no way. When's your anniversary? July 12th. How we about make, that? We make the recipe. That would be... I'm on to something here. Lexi's probably listening. It will not be a surprise, but maybe she oh, forgets about that. Darn it. But hey, I like it. I'm going to do it. One of the... I'm going to surprise her. One of the... Maybe not this next anniversary. Well, you've really... Since we started working together regularly, Brad, you've really made me like up my romanticism, if you will. I don't Ooh. know if that's a word. Yeah. But, you know, we, you were sitting here after Valentine's Day, and you're like, yeah, I took my wife to New York for a day. And me and Chris Orr are sitting here, and like, what the hell? You know, like, we went out to dinner and thought that was good. And I didn't even go out to dinner because I don't like Valentine's Day. But you are a true romantic. So it's I've been trying to up, up that in my life. Good for you. I'm happy that I can influence that. It's healthy to, to love your significant other well. It is. It is. Uh, so July 12th, you're remaking the Italian dish in which you don't know what the name is. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to remember, like, right when we go off the air. I just know it. Unbelievable. He's Brad Norman. I'm Alex Stroop. This has been the Great Dane Huddle. We'll see you Saturday for the launch downtown Madison. We'll talk to you next Monday ahead of the NFL Draft. This has been the Great Dane Huddle live from the Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company in Hilldale.